everyone. Uh, good evening. Welcome to Horror Stories. I am your host, Kelly, and I am here with my gorgeous co-host, Sasha Powers. Sasha, how are you tonight? It's so good to see you. Hello. I'm getting over a cold, as you can probably hear my voice. So I apologize to listeners. I'm going to sound a little nasally today. But I'm here. <laughs> yeah. We don't care about the nasally. We're just glad that you're here. We love to be recording. So, <laughs> excuse me. I'm a little coffee, but probably more <laughs> yeah. weird than anything else. If we're going to be totally honest about that, I can't stand over here. And I have not I'm been able too. to smoke because I've just been so sick. Like yesterday was, I, have you ever been so congested that you feel like you can't breathe even though you're breathing? Oh yeah. It's awful. It's and, and when you try to blow your nose, nothing comes out. It's like your yeah. sinuses are made out of rocks. Yeah. That's yeah. a great feeling. And I was like, I already feel foggy brained. I don't need to add marijuana to this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And with all the congestion, it's just, you know, there's no room for any smoke in there. Yeah. But I'm on the up and up. So that's good. Good, good. How well, are I'm you? glad we were supposed to. Have to have okay, you. full disclosure. Okay, yeah, everybody, we were supposed to record this like a week ago before Valentine's Day, but scheduling plus sickness plus travels, we're recording it a week later, and it's fine. But how was your Valentine's Day? What did you do? It was. It was so great. It was so great. Oh, you know what I wanted to do before we dig into the Valentine's Day stuff? Should we share that podcast listener message that we got, Sasha? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Remember that? Mm -hmm. It's in your text. Do you want to read it in your um, sexy Sasha voice? <laughs> in my nasally mm -hmm. voice? Let me see. Where did it go? So it was. So you got a message, right? Yes, I did. And we'll just say from a podcast listener. From a podcast listener. And it says, Hi, Kelly. I just wanted to send you a note to tell you how much I love your podcast. I think you and Sasha do an amazing job of interviewing your guests. I love the inclusivity and you and your guests' openness. My only issue is it's not weekly, but I totally get the effort that goes into making a podcast. I am definitely GGG, and fortunately for me, my partner is too. Sending lots of of positive energy and vibes to you in Kansas City. Isn't so that a great one? Cute. Yeah, I appreciate the feedback. I loved getting that. Yes, such great feedback. And we, uh, I really appreciate the inclusivity and the openness comments. Um, I, we're just getting started. We're only 13 episodes in, but from the jump, I think Sasha and I were really thinking about inclusivity and some representation to start, uh, our ages were 20 years apart. Mm -hmm. We live in, she's on the West coast. I'm in the Midwest Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think we've ever mentioned our ethnicity before, but, um, would you mind sharing that Sasha? I mean, I'm Latina, so. <laughs> and I'm white. So it's like, we've kind of from the very beginning wanted for this podcast to, 
I don't know. It just makes it more interesting. And the guests that we've had on, we're trying to have people who have had some different life experiences and who are some different ages and stuff like that. Uh, uh, we probably were sort of gay heavy on the guests. I probably need to branch <laughs> out and have more, more straight people. Thank you, Quincy Crutchfield, for being our, our straight guy here. But anyway, no, we're all, the rest of us are all fucking queer. Um, but, but especially I'm very flattered by that comment because it is a very, uh, on the part of Sasha and I, it's a very conscientious, very deliberate, uh, effort to, like I said, I'm, I'm so fascinated by stories and I want to hear people with some different ones and some different experiences and backgrounds and stuff. So Thank you for that comment, podcast listener. Yeah. We sure appreciate it. <clears throat> yeah. Keep them coming. If you have comments, suggestions, feedback, horror stories at gmail.com, we would appreciate mm -hmm. your feedback. So thanks for letting me jump in there, Sasha, and interrupt. But you asked what I did for Valentine's Day. Um, first of all, Valentine's Day, historically... How have you felt about this holiday? Like it? Don't like it? It's all right. Uh, you can do without it. I've, it's very important. I'm like a notoriously just single most of my life. I'm not. I'm not a big relationship person. I think I've said this in the past, but uh, so I've always kind of just been like, "Ugh, I have to get through this day." And it's going to be all corny and everybody's going to be busy and nobody can hang out with me. And it, it's just kind of like, uh, has previously had negative connotations until like Valentine's Day became a thing. And then once Valentine's Day became a thing, I was like about it. Like, I love hanging out with my friends. We'll make a day of it, whatever. Um, but now that I'm in a relationship, <laughs> I'm going to be like, <laughs> I'm going to flip the script here and say that, you know, it's cute. I, I'm not like a go all out. Uh, Like I, we, my boyfriend and I, like we gave each other a budget and we didn't go anywhere and we just had like, we just made it a night together. We didn't necessarily make like a, a big, big thing about it. but uh. Yeah, I like it when you're in a relationship. When you're not in a relationship, it's just mostly annoying. <laughs> what about you? Yeah. Well, historically, I've just dreaded it. Yeah. Um, honestly, even when I have been in a relationship, I've just totally dreaded it. Um, I'm romantic at heart. And, uh, you know, just historically, it's represented all the things I don't get. Um, so this Valentine's Day was really fun. Um, I don't think he'd mind me telling on him. But, you know, we're still getting to know each other. And about a week or two leading up, he's like, what kind of Valentine's Day people are we? Because it's on a Tuesday. <laughs> It's yeah. on a school night. Yeah. Like, and he said it kind of like that. And I was like, um, I was like, <laughs> I just want the listeners Sorry. to know what just happened. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> she just, 
she just saw something in her teeth and is picking at it in the <laughs> video camera while saying <laughs> her story here. <laughs> We're keeping it real. I'm sorry. I'm so comfortable around you. It's a little too comfortable, apparently. <laughs> but anyway, my expression as I was saying, like, oh, it's all right. We don't have to do anything. <laughs> I think maybe my my expression in my yeah. voice you try uh, to play cool. said otherwise, because next thing I knew, he's messaging me and saying, like, Hey, true romance is at the Screenland on Valentine's Day. And I was like, you reconsidered. And then he stayed over until like two o'clock in the morning. And this man works a nine to five. So like, I just really, really appreciated that he did that. So we went and saw true romance. At the Screenland, you know how I like my slushy. They have a delicious alcoholic slushy at the Screenland Armor in North Ooh. Kansas City. Um, and I get my popcorn, and uh, it was just, it was goddamn delightful. It was terrific. And he got me a thing of tulips, which I'm going to save in, in, in soil. So I'm going to save the bulbs. Um, and I haven't decided if I'm going to replant them here, or if I'm going to save them and replant them elsewhere. I'm not sure, but I thought that was super cool. And I got a big box of candy mm-hmm. and I just, just appreciating me, making me feel special, mm-hmm. putting me first. It's just foreign and I'm really really enjoying it and loving it and appreciating it so yeah it it could not have been better and then I got the cunnilingus for dessert so that's always (laughs) good not that I don't always I mean it doesn't have to be Valentine's Day I get that all the time right yeah I like I had a moment where I was just like I, you know, I don't really put a lot of thought into Valentine's Day, I don't think. Um, but this year I was trying to, you know, make my partner feel special. And um, we kind of talked, we had that same conversation, like, uh, what kind of Valentine's people are we? And uh, I asked him, I was like, do you do like the Valentine's Day card thing? And he was like, hmm. I don't know. And I finally, I was like, you know what? I want one. And so I'm going to tell you that I want one <laughs> because I oh, want I love you this. to write me something like cute because I don't have anything on written paper on how he feels about me and I want it. So there you go. <laughs> so I got a card and flowers and he bought me like this really cute bag and uh we had like a little I made him dinner and I got him I went to he loves seas candy have you had seas candy yes it's delicious so I had to go to seas candy and like three different first of all seas candy on valentine's day is hell (laughs) like it is 
so mm. crowded in there. I go in and like three different people come up to me asking me questions about, oh, what is the price of this? And what is the price of this? And and what do you think is included in this? And I'm like, why are people coming up to me? Do I look like I work here? Do I look like I know what I'm doing? I am just as equally confused about this whole setup as you are. <laughs> right, right. I don't know. Where's the back of the queue? That's all I'm looking for. It was an event. So don't do that. Go earlier when there's no people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I felt very special and I had a good Valentine's Day. And, but again, like, I think I'm like a romantic person, like throughout the year. So I tend to do like little things Mm -hmm. that I don't really like Valentine's day is mostly just an excuse to get each other candy. (laughs) Right. Right. I'm with you. I'm kind so you're, you consider yourself a romantic all the time. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even though I'm like not a really a relationship person in the past, when I'm in a relationship, I'm like, this is kind of why I like am hesitant towards them. I'm like all in, like I am. You are my priority. I'm gonna make you feel special. I'm gonna make you feel loved all the time. I'm gonna do extra things to make you feel that way, kind of person. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I like to think of myself that way, too. And I've definitely realized uh, recently how important that is to me Mm -hmm. to, like I said, it just feels really wonderful uh, not to have to compete with somebody or have a weird dynamic, somebody who doesn't want me to feel good or doesn't want the attention to be on me because it makes me feel good it's just yeah it uh made me realize how much of a romantic i am and yeah all year long all the time now because when just it's fun to have someone think about something special that they there there is an event or uh a meal or a show something that they think is tailor-made for you or that you would really really enjoy and they really want you to go that's a a cool example of um the things i've been enjoying so color me a romantic (laughs) um did you do like a galentine's day um did i do any galentine's day stuff i didn't know but I have no, I didn't. I have a lot, lot, lot of, uh, I have quite a few female friends, but I don't think we, I didn't hang out with any of them on, on Galentine's day. No, I didn't. You didn't this year. What have you done in Galentine's days past? Um, normally it's like a brunch or a dinner, something like that. We all like potluck it. And get each other cute little candy things or gift baskets or whatever. Yeah, again, another excuse to just buy the candy. <laughs> I was going to say, it all comes back to the candy. It comes yeah. back to the candy. 
The kitty's good. Well, along the lines of, yes, it is, along the lines of love and romance, um, and I had it on my list to talk about it before I heard their podcast, but I listened to a podcast called By the By, I think it's B-I the B-Y, or B-Y the B-I, mm-hmm. um, but they talked uh on one of their recent episodes about love languages. And I know the author of, and the one who coined the phrases, I understand mm-hmm. it's problematic. Apparently he's some evangelical. Um, what? Oh, I didn't know that. Jesus humper. I don't know. Like but the anyway, guy that like wrote that book. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not going to glorify him. I obviously don't know what his name is, but I do think that these are helpful Mm-hmm. bits of information to help you try to relate to people. So, mm-hmm. Sasha, do you know what I mean when I say the five love languages? Yeah, I actually read the book again. I don't I also don't know the author. I could probably google that, but uh yeah. I do. My I have like I don't know which one's my top one, but my Let's top Let's tell two. the people. Let's tell oh, the people yeah. what they all are. So, so let's see, we have quality time, gifts, mm-hmm. receiving or giving, uh, acts of service, uh, physical touch, and words of affirmation. Am I missing mm-hmm. any? Nope, that's five. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's it. Um, so, so my personal top two are physical touch and quality time. And... I'm learning that, like, if I don't have one or the, like, if there's one that's high and the other one's low, like, I will still feel like my, my love bank is down. Like, I have to have both (laughs) in order for me to feel Mm -hmm. completely loved, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Um, What about you? Well, it's so funny because I have the exact same. I'm the exact same. Quality time, physical touch. Those are my two toppity tops. Yeah. They just really, really. um, First of all, the physical touch thing lately has just been, once again, really gratifying, almost electric. Like, I just hungered for it. I hungered for it. Mm -hmm. um for years just hungered for it and then same with the quality time um once again as i said earlier how fun it has been to have uh somebody pick something out for me that they know that i would enjoy to do and then and that really has been uh the hallmark of the relationship that i'm in now doing a bunch of fun shit so yeah you like adventures rather than Mm -hmm. like gifts i do i'm not a big gift person if you start throwing a bunch of oh god i feel overwhelmed by at this point in my life i feel overwhelmed by material things i am on a huge purge right now i won't get into it until we get to the self-love part because it fucking is Mm self-love but to have someone just 
pummeling gifts at me or where it's like my birthday, Christmas, Valentine's Day, anniversary. It's just like too much, too much, too much, too much. I would rather take those gifts and make them, you know, there's a lot more romantic ways to do that in terms of physical touch and time together. So I like to make the memories. I want to make good memories. I want to go places uh, with, um, you know, people who are not pouting uh, or, or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> upset, don't want to be there, you know, are not happy unless it's a Disney park. I, you know, I want to have experiences that are, uh, yeah, I want to be making memories with some fun fucking people. That's what I've always done with my female friends. So, yeah. um, that's a definitely, definitely, um, a big deal. So how about, um, how about your lovers, uh, love languages, y'all's love languages match up? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I know for sure that physical touch is a big one for my current partner. Um, and I would say quality time or gifts. He does like gifts a lot. Um, he likes gifts probably more than I do. Like he takes, he, um, puts more thought into them, I think. But yeah, the physical touch one though is so important to have for a partner that also has physical touch as their love language. Cause I have had partners that it's not their love language and it's so hard to kind of like, if it, if that's like not your natural instinct, it's hard to kind of give that to your partner, I think. Um cuz like I've had a part I've had partners in the past where they're not like really big into like holding hands or like public displays of affection, not like making out in public, but like you know, small things. And I felt so rejected immediately any time that ever happened but my current mm. partner he's all about it he loves it and i um appreciate it definitely oh yeah yeah i know exactly what you mean it's it's really painful to kind of have that sort of feel like you're being stiff-armed or embarrassing someone or whatever that's uh, Okay, we lost connectivity for a second, um, but I think we're back. I believe we're back at Horror yeah, Stories. And I, I think, think so. Sasha, you were telling us that when you don't have a reciprocator for the love languages, we were just saying it's um it's kinda it kinda makes it hard. It's it's just uh like I said earlier with the gifts, if you've got somebody who's throwing gifts at you and gifts is not really your thing, you'd rather have the memories, the quality time, the physical touch, whatever your thing is. Um, I kind of like the love languages because they just kind of give you a little bit of a barometer and maybe a place to start so that you kind of know, especially as you're getting to know one another. Yeah. So. Yeah. I After I read that book, I don't know anything about the author, 
again. But uh, I appreciated that there was like a way to uh, communicate how you receive and give uh, your love to somebody. I never had that in the past. And then I like, it wasn't until adulthood that I learned about the love languages. Um, And it has helped me learn a lot about myself, but also just how to communicate those things. Um, So I don't know. I find them really useful. Yes. So do I. So listeners tell us, are you into the love languages? Uh, How are some of the ways that you receive love? Do you yeah. know what they are? Talk to us about <laughs> it. Horrorstories at gmail.com. So as part of the romantic package, you know, when you're setting the scene, you're getting down to the physical touch portion of the program, Sasha. Mm-hmm. Do you have uh, some go-tos for the fuck jams? What kind of fuck jams do you listen to? <laughs> do you, you listen know so to fuck jams? Uh... With some people I do, and some people it was like just whatever was on TV. Um, I remember like you saying that makes me think back to this like very specific person who we had like an inside joke that like he always wanted music playing to obviously like, you know drown out the noise because I you know I was living with somebody or he was living with somebody and it was always the weekend which I'm not a big weekend fan but it's it was always like the weekend radio the weekend playlist and so every single time that I hear the weekend I (laughs) I think about fucking this one guy (laughs) so (laughs) the weekend is technically uh on my fuck jams yeah. Uh, playlist, but I actually have you and Bella had... Haddad both. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've also, you know, Spotify is great for making like collaborative playlists. So I actually do have like a whole playlist uh, that I've made with partners, and it's like just for sexy time, and it's a lot of just you know R and B. Let's pull it up. I'm going to pull it up. Uh, Yeah. What's on there? Let's see here. We've got some Bruno Mars, Lucky Day, Khalid, Summer Walker. Um, Yeah. A lot of R&B. Like slow jams. (laughs) What about you? Do you have a playlist? Oh, my fuck jams are so weak. It's so bad. Like, I'll get lazy and I'll just put it on. I listen to a lot of jazz and I'll just put it on like the jazz channel. But then oh, yeah. before you before you know it, it's like. Yeah, I don't want to listen to like fucking Gershwin and shit, but yeah, you know, it's just laziness. I push play and there it goes or whatever. So I need to up my game. I mean, D'Angelo's always a good go to, but um, uh, I definitely could use some improvement in this area. I'm not going to lie to you about it. Yeah, that's like, I actually, 
love Spotify for that reason, for collaborative playlists. If you haven't done it with your partner, I highly recommend it for you listeners out there. It also is just like, I don't know, like it's kind of fun to figure out what songs like make other people horny, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think like for me like uh there's a couple Bruno Mars songs that I'm like oh yeah this is like sexy time sexy time music right here like Versace on the floor or something I don't know that's kind of like I don't know any of his music um I don't yeah it's a it, that's fine that's probably mm-hmm. for the better for the better <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You're like, stick to your jazz channel. <laughs> no. Jazz is sexy. I like jazz. Yeah. When it's not going off the rails and playing something crazy, it is. Good Lord. Um, Can you think of, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to switch gears here a little bit. Do you have um, any examples? We are, this is the romance episode of a best date oh yeah best date. okay so my most romantic date mm-hmm. uh was actually with um with my current boyfriend our first date it was pretty cute uh he kind of like he pulled out all the bells and whistles and i didn't think i was that girl until I received it and then I was like, oh, this is nice. I understand now. <laughs> but he he did the cutest thing. He uh so we had been we actually met on a dating app uh like a year and a half before we actually went on a date. I think I've said this in the past, have I not? I don't know. And then uh I kind of gave him a hard time. I kind of blew him off for a while. Uh I'm not gonna lie. And we just never met up. Life caught up to us. And then uh, we finally started talking again. And um, he asked me out to, like, he called me and asked me out to dinner. And I thought that was very cute. Like, it was like, he called me just specifically to ask me out to dinner, not to, like, chat. But he was just like, what are you doing on Friday night at 7 p.m.? Mm. It was very cute. And uh, uh, then he... Um, asked like for a couple of suggestions of places that I wanted to go to in my area because he knew I was new to my area. So I gave him a couple suggestions and then he made reservations for his pick. And then he came and he brought me, like he came to pick me up which I normally don't recommend if you meet somebody online. I don't recommend that. But I had been talking to him for like a year and a half and I kind of understood this the vibe. Okay. Anyway, so he came to pick me up and when he got out of his car, he was like dressed in like a button up and like like khakis or something. Not khakis, but like pants, dark dress pants. And he had like a dozen red roses in his hand. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't know. And then uh, we went to this really nice Mediterranean place and it was so good. Uh, and then obviously he, he, he paid for everything. He told me in advance that he was paying for everything. 
So like that was kind of nice because I didn't have to like do that little game of like who's paying for what, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, I'm going to take you out to dinner. Dinner's on me. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then after dinner, we walked to the beach, which was like a couple blocks away. And we watched the sunset on the beach. And then we had our first kiss. It was very cute. It was very romantic. But probably the most romantic date that I've been on. Sounds very fun and very romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that whole, like, traditional or what some might can call. Yes, I, something about that is so attractive. Uh Well, it was like flowers and candy, you know, it was just like, yes, that's exactly what I needed. It was very nice because honestly, most of the time that you meet guys online, guys or girls, it doesn't matter who. Uh, it's a lot of like up in the air kind of conversation. Like, oh, maybe we should. Uh, do you want to like go to a a barn lo- nearby around? Like, I'll. Are you out? I'll meet you out with your friend. You know, like it's like very like. There's no structure to it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. with him, I appreciated the structure. Like, I had a the date. effort. I had a time. He told me he was gonna pay. He uh, made a reservation for a place. I knew exactly what we were going to do. I knew how to dress. Um, it, like I had an expectation and it was so appreciated. And I remember like his, he like showed me his intentions, which was so nice. Like when we were walking to the beach, like he held my hand and like, cause you know, that's also a vibe. Like, are we feeling each other? Are we not feeling each other? You know? Mm-hmm. And he was very upfront like I am interested in you I'm taking you out on a date and I like even along the date reassuring that which was nice mm-hmm. very romantic yes that's right it's just romantic <laughs> yeah do you have a best date my heart happy I love it um I would probably say that my best date has also been with my current partner Um, And it would be with, there's so many fun dates that we've been on, but one of the most special ones, I think, was in the very, very beginning, he asked me, the very first time he asked me out. Um, he asked me to a music show by a band that he thought that I would like for some very specific reasons because they were kind of naughty and they had some double entendres and they were kind of sexual and stuff. So he, even without knowing or having gone on any dates, I guess just from surveying my Instagram and (laughs) being around me at all, because we met because uh, he's a friend of friends and I'm the one who dropped some hints that he should ask me out. So, but uh, I loved, like I said, that it felt like that date was so tailor-made. 
curated and the vibe. Yes, yes, he curated a vibe, and it was so much fun. And it wasn't, it didn't end up being our very first date because when he asked me out, it was like the show wasn't for another three weeks. Mm. And I think we both were kind of feeling like we wanted to get together before that. So our actual first date was he joined me on a homes tour in the Northeast Kansas City, which is a very historic part of Kansas City. I love old homes. I love Kansas City history. And he asked me if I wanted to go to the Renaissance Festival that day. And I said, well, I've got this ticket to go on this homes tour. And I was thinking about going to that, but either one and he we just decided that the homes tour would work out better and we ended up having a great time so i'm actually uh giving you more than one example of some good dates but yeah i think the ones that are uh and with the homes tour also the fact that he wanted to do something that I was interested in mm-hmm. and had some curiosity about that was really, really great. I mm-hmm. really, I really like that because oftentimes I think, especially as women, it's easy to fall into this trap where you either forget what you like or you're just you pretend to like and i we've got a question coming up but it's like you kind of you kind of go into this thing where it's like is this even something i'm enjoying wait a minute you know what i mean so to have him come you know come to what i want to go to and say wait this is really something cool uh it it just um, I guess the bottom line is that it, if you're going to come with the fun and the curiosity and the great attitude and the good vibes and the wanting to get to know one another, it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like we could do anything. I asked him the other day if we could go on a picnic. I said, I've got a picnic basket for you. I've had it for years. I've never used it. You know, if I got us some wine and made us some meatloaf sandwiches or something, could we go have a picnic when it gets warmer? And yeah, of of course was the answer. Of course. So that's yeah. going to be a great date. I will take our asses over to Loose Park. I yeah. lo- you know how I love that rose garden over there. Yeah, that's a nice. And sitting, I love yeah. that park. I love that park so much. It's so beautiful. It's so fantastic. So, yeah, I think once again, it goes to my love languages because all I'm getting back to is quality time. Yeah. Quality time, making memories. Yeah. Making each other feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, But as I said, to have somebody that's like, I made us a reservation to go see these Christmas lights. I got us tickets to this. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like always doing something special and yeah. um, Makes me feel like a million bucks. I just love that is a good segue into 
Um, my question. Yes. What is the most embarrassing thing that you have pretended to like for somebody that you're interested in? Well, let me start off by saying, if I say anything about what I don't like, it doesn't mean. No, this that is I'm like putting first, down. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm not putting down anyone that likes this shit. Okay. No. I'm just saying it's me personally. And in the past, it's been a lot of things, but I would have to say um, the most, and it's not easy for me to do. I'm going to sit over here right now and tell you, <laughs> like, it it wouldn't be easy for me just to sit and have somebody play a bunch of Bruce Springsteen albums and for me to pretend like I'm <laughs> enjoying that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, Am I happier than hell for people who went to that concert the other night in Kansas City and loved it? Uh-huh. Or yeah. no, I think it's wonderful. I'm happy but for it's you. It's not for Kelly. It's just not for me. And I've had people in the past that actually would look down on me because I didn't like something like that. Instead hmm. of just ex- accepting that, oh, she likes different things. It was like some kind of moral judgment that I didn't like yeah. the same shit. It was very, very weird. So I would have to say Bruce Springsteen. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I would have to say, and I just went in it with just like this kind of a look, like, uh, you know, and by that time I was just moving deck chairs on the Titanic of this particular relationship. But I would say pro wrestling for 100 points, (laughs) Sasha. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I even had to you, go to some fucking Monday like Night Raws. Yeah, I had to go to some I, of that. And I just, no. like I said, I don't mind if other people enjoy it and I'm not putting it down. I'm yeah. just saying for me personally, and anytime any criticism was rendered or any, if he would get word that somebody else thought it was dumb or whatever, he would just get all like, angry and offended and balled up and protective and i'm like you've got to be able to understand that it's not for everybody this isn't for everybody and come on you've got to be able to laugh at it it is I mean, if you don't, I like what, what really is wrong? That is just, you've got to have some kind of sense of humor about all of that. It's absolutely that insane. So I mean, it's like, yeah, it's kind of campy. Like it's just oh, out there. It's, it's absolutely wild and crazy. It's set up to be that way. So you've got to, you know, you, you got to go with it and understand that. I, yeah. It, I, I don't was, think I can pretend to like that. That would be yeah, something I did I'd the be like, best I could. Yeah, enjoy it. Goodbye. Know. I'm not going. Yeah, <laughs> that was something. But like I said, anything to pander at that point or try to keep it together, and it was all for naught anyway. And uh, I'm just here to tell you right now, I hate that fucking shit, and I'm so glad <laughs> I have to watch it anymore. <laughs> uh, oh my god, what about you, sister? Um. So clean version, clean version. Oh, let's hear both. First, we'll hear your clean. My clean version is, so I said that like my type of guy normally in, in the past, not necessarily currently, but I've always kind of dated like the nerdier, the nerdier crowd. 
And so I had an ex uh, that got me into video games, which is nice. Like I, he got me into online gaming. I've always been in video games, but he got me into the online gaming world. So I was like into that. And genuinely, I was into that. And I like got myself my own console and everything. But then he took it a step further and wanted to introduce me to World of Warcraft. Do you, are you familiar with World of Warcraft? I've heard of it, but I have no idea anything about it. (laughs) It's just, it's like just a lot is what I'll say. People spend years of their life in World of Warcraft. Like it's a commitment and he wanted me to be into it so badly. And I tried my best to seem interested (laughs) and I let him Give me the tour of every single character that he has created in this universe of his that he spent years of his life achieving all these things. Oh my god. And I went through the whole tour and like everything to, uh, you know, pretend to be interested. And I can tell you that I am not. I don't like Mm -hmm. it. Not interested. (laughs) and also like he was also into magic the gathering which is a big card collecting card game also something i cannot pretend to like i can't Mm -hmm. get interested into it i'm a nerd but i cannot get into that there's just no Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so yeah those are the two that I've... Were they were they irritated with you or offended that you wouldn't get into it, or was it just like I mean, another I, I, way to no, try I to spend time? I pretended. I was like, "Oh my god, look at how cool your elf princess, <laughs> dark aged <laughs> thing is." So, oh god, cool. <laughs> 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 and I was like I, looking yeah. at this deck of cards that all look the same to me and he was like showing me this card and this card and this card i'm like i don't yay you have cards (laughs) 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 we're a little bit alike in that regard we really are it's kind of hard for us to it's hard for us to grin and bear it but I I love the passion that that person has for this thing. And yes. I'm interested in that. I'm interested that in... That is... Okay. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. The pleasure that that thing brings to the person. Yeah. That's really cool. It's just yeah. where I can't get with it is where somebody's going to put me down or pass judgment on me because I don't like what they like. Yeah. yeah. That's weird to me. And it's weird that you would protect and viciously and and be so loyal to something that Vince McMahon doesn't give a fuck who you are. Like, I just don't understand <laughs> why he would give a shit. Just insecure and defensive, which is yes. just a pill. Insecure. Yeah. yeah. Right on, right on. So, um, oh my God. How about like, uh, in talking about self-love, um, 
do, what are some of the things that you do? And I'm not talking, oh, well, wait, wait, before we go to self-love, let's back up a little bit. You said World of Warcraft was your clean thing. <laughs> I knew what you was go. your did you knew I was gonna go back? I know. You thought, oh, I she's know. moving on. But no, I'm not. I remembered. Oh, uh, uh, okay. So dirty version. You I hope you have one. Um something that I pretended to be into. I am not a size queen there's a there's such a thing as too big for me and i mm -hmm. have been with people who are i've pretended to be into their size uh but they were they were too big i didn't enjoy it as much as i wanted to or mm -hmm. i've also had many like i've also been in like the talking stages or like first date stages with a couple of couples and normally what happens is that I'm interested in one and not the other. And I have to pretend to be interested in the other. And then that's normally just like my out, like, oh, I'm not interested in both. So I right. should just leave. Um, right. Yeah. And it's never like, oh, I like, I normally like the guy, not the girl. Or, no, it's different. Every couple is different. Sometimes I like the girl more. Sometimes I like the guy more. Uh but norm it's i've never actually met a couple that i liked equally so th those yeah. are my two yeah that's a rough <laughs> one that's a rough one especially when you're talking about sexual attraction and mm -hmm. yeah yeah and when they're kind of coming as a package deal right that's yeah. kind of weird yeah 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 i hear you on that i hear you mm -hmm. right do you on. have a dirty version of a time when I had to pretend that I liked something that I didn't really like. Mm -hmm. Hmm. There was this time when this man tried to put his penis into my asshole and I just, I'm just kidding. I, looked <laughs> I was like, what are you really going to, are you really going to pretend to pretend to not like this? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding it was so good and so wonderful um hmm god i'm trying to think about like one specific uh okay there was this time when i should have spoke up a little sooner maybe and it was <laughs> uh, all right continue <laughs> Oh, Sasha, <clears throat> there's been a lot of times when I've thrown dick at my problems. Um, <laughs> but there was this one time I was going through a phase like that. And I had this one guy on the roster who, when he would eat me out, he would put his, okay, so my legs were open and he would like put the weight of his arms like on top of my open thighs do you get that like uh-huh like top? Is that what you yeah yeah so he's on top of me and he's mm -hmm. just got his arms on my legs but he's like kind of pushing my legs apart as oh, he's yeah. going at it or whatever uh -huh. yeah and 
it just um my legs <laughs> don't go that way <laughs> <laughs> So it was hard to enjoy it when yeah. my like ham my hammies are getting pulled yeah. in ways like, that I can't get or... pulled any yeah I can't get pulled anymore. So Ooh. I did have to tell him like, um, and he was in an open deal at the time where his wife had given him um some hall passes, and I was like, I can see why your wife wants to loan you out. Like you need to get your <laughs> Get your arms <laughs> off my legs. I, yeah. I didn't say it like that, but I did say like, you know, don't do that. That's really uncomfortable. When <laughs> you do that, um, I think there's just a. Uh, I think after, yeah, being used to someone who was really defensive and really like you couldn't criticize or correct it was hard for me to correct him but he it was like oh okay and he just took his arms off and kept going and it was a lot more pleasurable and I'm I'm like you yeah. know tell your wife to give me a call and you know thank me I'm sure she'll want to thank me after that because I think there's a lot of I've mentioned it before on the pod it's easy to sit here and say, communicate, communicate, communicate. But to actually yeah. do that in a bedroom when somebody's yeah. really into it and you don't want to ruin the vibe, upset, offend, make him or the person feel any less than or invalidated or emasculated in some situations, then it's just easy to keep your mouth shut. And I think I'm not blaming partners for this, but I think the reason why you have a bunch of, let's just face it, usually men who are 30 years old who think that every woman they've been with is able to orgasm mm -hmm. with penetrative sex mm -hmm. and then they get to you and you're like my body doesn't work that way and they're like what's wrong with you and you're like i'm 75 percent of the population you dumb motherfucker what do you mean there's nothing <laughs> wrong with me but that's not what they've yeah. been reinforced and told and i'm not blaming their partners but i'm just saying it's it's hard to communicate that stuff. So. Well, we, we also, I think there's like a generational conditioning that at least in like the heterosexual world, uh, that women have been kind of told like, Oh yeah. Whatever you see in porn, that's what's hot. And yes. that's what you should that's what you should expect and that's what you should be okay with. So mm -hmm. then you have like these situations where people assume both men and women both assume like, Oh, rough sex is what everybody likes or something. And that's not mm -hmm. what everybody likes. Um, yeah. I think that there's been some damage that we're trying to reverse uh, now especially with podcast I think like podcasts have helped that a lot like open the conversation of what is it that people like and it's very 
specific to the individual and like you should not assume that everybody wants their hair pulled or choked or um spit on or whatever it is i don't know but some Mm -hmm. people do communication is literally uh it it should just be like the default but absolutely a lot harder to do that when you have these like societal norms i think so true so true that makes every difference in the world because yeah the internet is a tool where you can pretty much find a pot for every lid um uh if you look so to um yeah it's just a lot easier said than done and it's gets really complicated with the uh how we've been socialized for sure because mm-hmm. a lot of times and a lot of times with women too we are uh, programmed to kind of tiptoe around those things because there are certain men where if you say the wrong thing at the wrong time it, you know you could really you could make somebody really angry or really upset and if you're having a one night stand or don't know this person really well, you just don't know really how they're going to react. So I could see where you could kind of get into a situation where you're just used to maybe not communicate being as communicative because of those things as well. So yeah. Yeah. Good points. Good points. So you're not a size queen, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Too, there is such a thing as too big for mm-hmm. me specifically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we don't, you know, Valentine's Day doesn't have to be all about uh, uh, a romantic partner. We talked earlier about some Galentine's Days that you've had in the past. Um, mm-hmm. How about some, do you do anything in the self-love arena? And I'm not talking about masturbating. I'm talking about like things that you do for yourself, um, non-sexual that recharge your batteries, recharge your own love language, make you feel good about yourself. What kind of self-love things do you do, Sasha? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I've had to learn to prioritize the self-love in recent history because and learn what that is for me. What does that mean for me? So I've learned (laughs) from therapy, thank you, Mm. uh, that I have to be active. So whether that's going to the gym, preferably something outside, I want to take a walk on the beach. I live close to the beach, so it's not that hard to do. Um, I need to be active and outside and, um, also like, like I need, like, I I like a social activity, um, that's not for, that's like outside of my relationship. Like I want to hang out with my girlfriends or whatever, go to a museum or something. Um, Mm -hmm. something that is like literally just for my interests only. Um, what else do I do? Uh, 
I hang out with my dog a lot. Like, my dog makes me really happy. And seeing my dog happy makes me happy. So that's normally something that I do. Try and prioritize something with my dog. <laughs> um, And then I also clean my apartment. That is huge. <laughs> huge. Like, that is I one. have to... It makes me feel so good after I've cleaned my kitchen and my living room and I can just like look at it and it's just for me and nobody has to come over and like enjoy it. Like I just, it just brings me so much peace. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. I love the feeling of having a nice clean house and like lighting a candle or yeah. Some incense. Get it, having the sunshine come in. That's a big one. Getting some sunshine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, like, this is, like, specifically on, for, on Saturdays and Sundays for me because I work I work an office job during the, day, the week. Uh, waking up and going outside on my patio and smoking a bowl with a hot cup of coffee and some jams that is like peak self-love for me (laughs) oh yeah it's my vibe that sounds so nice those are really important things to do Mm -hmm. agree what about you well i couldn't agree more with having a clean house and i uh that's a huge one for me lately because um, I moved out of another house a couple of years ago and was in a state of panic and did not have time to go through anything, organize anything. So after moving out, of a studio space in December, I have all my possessions under one roof and my self-love lately has been going through every fucking box, every nook, every cranny, and absolutely pretty much donating or throwing, throwing out trash. I mean, I have just been, and it's, it's very cathartic. I know where everything is. My cords, uh, you know, like, like the cord drawer that everyone has. I had six (laughs) places where I had cords. Now everything's in, you know what I mean? Shit like that. That's just so trivial and so stupid on a lot of ways. But I, I'm not sitting here stressing that my basement is full of crap anymore. Like it's, you know, clean, clear. I've got all my art tools organized and that kind of stuff so could not agree more loving it that's been my that's been my main thing lately and Mm i uh take a pilates class i'm only doing it once a week now but um that's another one of those things where i'm easing in doing something that's out of my comfort zone that I don't necessarily really want to do because I don't love to exercise. I'm not like you, but once <laughs> I get, but once I get there and I'm with my friend and mm-hmm. you know, I, I, but you like riding good... your bike. That's 
That's yes, yes, yes. I haven't done it in a long time. I need to pump up the tires and get my bike out there because I was obsessed with riding my bike a couple years ago. I was fucking obsessed. I did it constantly. Um, uh, I haven't, I need to find more places to ride. I also had a death wish and I'd ride that fucking bike anywhere. I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> and, and now I... I don't really have that death wish anymore. So I need to find some other places. I don't like to, to ride my bike on, uh, on the city streets. It scares me. So I need to get on under the trails. We have plenty of them in Kansas city. It's just an excuse. Mm. So yeah, when it gets warmer, for sure, I think taking my bike out is a great one. And I do love to go with my friends. Like one of my friends yeah. and I would constantly go and bike and that I just really enjoy things with my girlfriends too so agree mm -hmm. agree um what what else what else um uh, i didn't mention this but i'm a nail girl i love getting my nails done yes and your nails are so beautiful i well, love your right nails now, but yes i'm due they're they're gorgeous <laughs> well they uh, just go with you they do it's like cardi b they're just part of your outfit <laughs> Yeah, they like really getting are. a pedicure specifically is like, like it's only when it's in the budget, really, because it is, it's expensive. So, but like getting a pedicure, it feels so good and it feels like it's just for me because I don't really wear open-toed shoes normally anyway. Mm -hmm. So um, just like having clean, cute toes and nice nails that makes me feel, if I don't have my like nails done for some reason and and I this sounds like vain but it it's just like my thing it's just the one thing that I have for myself that I just have to like have my nails so that I feel like myself <laughs> right 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 I don't think like it's my vain. identity right it's not vain it's like part of your expression your outfit yeah yeah, yeah. it's part of your mm -hmm. expression for sure for sure um, yep. did you see, uh, did you see that Pamela Anderson documentary? Yeah, I did. I watched. What did you think? What did you think about it? I mostly felt like, God, like she really was a victim to a lot of privacy violations. Hmm and objectified by like an entire generation of people and like i just mostly felt a lot of sympathy for her because i was just like she i think she talked about how she just like was basically made into a joke as a career and how she just tried to profit off of that that made me really sad for her because clearly she's more than just her body um, and more than just this sex tape. Like Tommy Lee gets to be more than just the sex tape. But for her, it's, you know, I felt really bad for her. Um, yeah, I don't know. I also found it interesting that she um, kind of admitted that she's like never had a love like her love for the father of her children. Did you hear her say that? 
Um, and that she's felt like she's like re- trying to replace that love. I found that interesting too. But yeah. Yeah. There were so many aspects of it that I was just fascinated by because first of all, she, of course I knew who she was. Everybody knows who she is, oh, yeah. but honestly, she, her whole thing, Baywatch, all of it mm-hmm. totally kind of flew under my radar. Um, mm-hmm. I'm more of a, I don't know. I just, I was busy doing other shit. Okay. I didn't really know. <laughs> and then I don't listen to the kind of music that her ex-husband, Tommy Lee, um, is involved in. In fact, I had to stop myself just then and s- differentiate because I always got him confused with Nikki Six. Oh. I don't, I, I mean, I am that like, I was over in the, in with more, I know he's a cunt now, but Morrissey, you know, I was uh-huh. listening to the cure, the cult, Yaz, Depeche yeah. Mode, I, uh, killing joke, throbbing gristle, uh, dead milkman. Um, I wasn't listening to, uh, I, I wasn't listening to Guns N' Roses, Motley Crue, or any of the other, the, these bands. So I didn't even know which of these dark headed drug addict drummers <laughs> that she was hooked up with, honestly. And I mm-hmm. didn't understand or know anything about the circumstances surrounding the release of that tape. Yeah, of neither course, did I. And of course I have never seen it. And I say that uh, in kind of a, like a finger wagging yeah. way, because as she said to Howard Stern, it's you're pathetic. If you watch that tape, she didn't want it to be released. It's uh-huh. kind of like, I think it's, it's really offensive. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I did not understand the circumstances. That was a fascinating situation where they had, well, I won't, well, I guess we're spoiling the documentary if you're listening to this, but yeah, I didn't know about shit being stolen out of her house well, and all that. And not that it, it, I, it's just so what we're going to say. Well, what's interesting is like, yeah. So the, the sex tape was stolen out of their safe. Well, the whole safe was stolen. And that was found in the safe. But then she also talks about how, like, she had no idea that they were going to make a Hulu show out of it. And then the whole thing was brought up again. And she didn't profit off of that. So it's like, isn't that crazy? Isn't it crazy to think that this exploitation? It's totally exploitive. It's Mm -hmm. totally shitty. You're making a, a Hulu documentary about these people. They're still alive. They're not profiting. They're, yeah. It's a bunch of, a lot of it's slanderous misinformation, unauthorized, unwanted. Um, yeah, another kick in the teeth. Like the, the woman's just trying to mind her own fucking business. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, like, I know that there was some backlash with her documentary as far as I don't know, I guess the current wife of Tommy Lee was not happy about it. But I was just like, this woman can't win. Like, she's existing and she's she's been exploited. And then mm-hmm. now she's trying to, like, turn it around and, and 
maintains it. Like, get some of that coin. Everybody else has made money off of her. Right. So why can't she make money off of her own story, which everybody mm-hmm. else has taken from her, and then she gets criticized for that? Like, <laughs> the woman cannot win. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. I'm like, the sympathy for her, I'm just like, just, I'm glad that she was able to get a paycheck, tell mm-hmm. her side of the story, tell it exactly how she wants to say it, and Hopefully, it will all just go away eventually for her, if that's what she wants. I don't know. At this point, I don't know what she wants, but... Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was... I did not know that like, one, they never made a penny off of that tape, and two, they never made a penny off of the Hulu show based off of that mm-hmm. tape. That's no. just... So messed up. Crazy. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. I think it's really sweet that it's her son that's coming forward to put all this together. And I think Uh people who document their lives in video and home video, it's so, that's so fascinating to me. It's such a different way to live. Um, And there have been uh, lots of documentaries made that are born of those types of tapes because these people have them to tell the stories of their lives. So I think it's, and I follow her on some social media and her sons are always just right there saying really sweet comments and lifting their mom up and talking about what a great woman she is and what a great mom she is. She's a New York Times bestselling author now, which is really great. It's good to see her get the accolades because you said it just, you said it so right earlier, Sasha, where you said that, um, I am, I see, I had to say Nikki six. Okay. Tommy Lee, he can, (laughs) he can go on and be other things. He's not the sex tape. He's not the Baywatch. He's not the, the body, but, but because of the way that it is, uh, it, it really fucked up her career, her earning potential, uh, how serious people took her, um, and, and her ability to really monetize herself going forward was compromised heavily by a tape she didn't want out there in the first place. And I really hate it when people say shit like, well, you were in Playboy, so what difference does it make? Blah, blah, blah. It's just the most ignorant, um, uh, gross. First of all, we're talking about consensual versus completely non-consensual. And just because it's so slut shaming and so sex shaming and so woman shaming to take that angle, um, it's like Amy Schumer's talked about back in the day having people say completely inappropriate shit to her based on what, because what she just said on the stage. And it's like, no, 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 these are, you cannot, that's not how it works, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think people who are ignorant are just not going to make those differentiations and they're going to say what they want to say but i think to to try to slut shame her sex shame her for the way she was trying to make it um is just uh um 
corny. Like it's shitty. I really, I was, I was just root. I was rooting for her the whole time and I still am. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully I heard there's, uh, I don't know if it's true, but I don't, if she's going to have like a vegan cooking show or something like that, or oh, I, she... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She just, That'd be cool. yeah, I was going to say, I uh, wish her the best. I hope she is able to, um, you know, find some happiness and get to a place with that. So cool. Cool. Uh, do you have anything going on this weekend? Um, let me see this week. Honestly, this weekend is like a grooming weekend. <laughs> so I'm going to get my hair done and I'm going to get my nails done probably. And it's, it's supposed to be rainy here. Like we literally are, we have like a blizzard warning in Southern California. Uh, but what? I, I don't, I don't think I'm going to see any snow. I don't think so. But they said like in the grapevine, there's going to be like a blizzard warning and it's supposed to be like cold and rainy all weekend, which is very abnormal for Southern California. But, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, we were thinking about, I don't know, going to Disneyland and spending like an evening in Disneyland, not necessarily mm -hmm. all day, but like going to see the fireworks show but that's highly unlikely because of the weather so it might just be a weekend in which honestly since i'm like getting over cold and everything that mm -hmm. is what i need right last weekend to was too to much <laughs> yeah right yeah you were you were in northern cali last weekend right yeah i was visiting family and my baby nephew was very gracious and just coughed and kissed and spread all his little germs <laughs> all over me and now we're here <laughs> and now we're here and you're finally finally getting over this yeah this cough that you got or this this crap that you got yep. i think um i think derek and i are gonna go see cocaine bear have you ever have you seen that um oh i saw the preview you'll have to tell me how it is mm-hmm mm -hmm. That oh, looks well, it, very funny. Yeah, it looks pretty outrageous. Elizabeth Banks directed it. Oh, did she really? Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hopefully it's so, good. Yeah, I'm I'm interested in seeing what the fuck's going on with this cocaine It's based bear. off a true story, which I actually heard about before the movie came out. Oh, isn't this wild? Yeah. yeah like what a are bear the chances? Ate smuggled cocaine or something like that i don't know but i was talking to my kid today about it and telling him about it and i was like how would a bear know to snort cocaine and he was like well he probably he just <laughs> ate it he just chewed on it <laughs> he he had a straw and everything he had like he puts he put some lines up for himself <laughs> He's got like a little mirror out there yeah. in the woods. Oh my yeah. God. His little key. He's like. <laughs> Good God. Oh Lord. Anyway, Sasha, this has been great. I hope you can, uh, can sew together the first and the last part of this night's uh, horror stories yeah. in editing. Uh,
Yeah, sorry if it's sorry a about guys. Yeah, it might be a little choppy, but I've got some I had a little internet snafu over here, but we've got it together. So anyway, this was a good episode, Sasha. I love talking to you about romance and love languages and um all kind of other stuff. So uh good deal. And we'll um get together and talk soon. You got anything else you want to add? Um Feel free to write to us on horrorstories at gmail.com. It's at the end of every episode. If you didn't, if you, you know, want to write it down, whatever. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Thanks good, for listening. Good. Thank you so much. We'll be at you soon with another episode. And we thank you so much for joining us on Horror Stories. I'm your host, Kelly. And I got my co-host. Sasha. <laughs> thank you for joining Horror Stories. Are you going to push the button or am I, Sasha? <laughs> I'm going to push it. <laughs> Bye, we'll talk to you later. Bye, y'all. listening to horror stories tales of the hustle inspire us if you'd like to share a horror story hit us up on our email at horrorstories at gmail.com that's w-h-o-r-e-o-r-s-t-o-r-i-e-s at gmail.com thanks for listening